Hey everyone, Ken Holden here, a signature selling. So I wanna to talk today about how to present effectively on Zoom. Of course, in my own business, pre-pandemic, we were 100% face-to-face with customers. We are a B2C business to customer. So we were going to their homes. And so a lot of traveling back and forth. If you have a no-show, it was terrible. You had to drive back home. We live. I live in Alberta, Canada. And of course we have winters with real snow, <laughs> lots of ice. And sometimes in the winter, which is a big part of the year here in Canada, especially in Alberta and other parts of uh, the country, it's kind of dangerous driving to someone's appointment on highways, not to mention you get to the home, you finally get there, maybe you brought coffee for everyone and they are a no-show. They don't show up for whatever reason, they are not there. Now you gotta turn around and drive home. It's just a bad experience. So with the pandemic, everything changed. Everything changed. So now a no-show, while it's still no fun, you book an appointment and you show up on camera and they don't show, it's no fun. But we have to remember what we came from. We came from many of us, whether business, whether it's B2B or B2C, you have to remember you were on the road. So especially if you're in direct selling or you're in financial services, life insurance, RESP business, that sort of thing, you get to work from home. And so now when a no-show happens, you turn off the cameras, the lights, the computer, and you go spend time with family, you spend more time in the office. And so one of the huge things that happened is the advent of the digital era. I was heavily digital even prior to the pandemic, just by nature of who I am. I love technology, the ChatGPT and Copilot, and I'm using GBT. I'll do a podcast on that soon. I'm using that now as my personal assistant. So if I run into an Excel issue, I can get a quick answer. It can help me develop scripts and amend scripts. So many things you can do with it, it's crazy. But the no-shows are not as painful. No, no one likes them, obviously, but they're not as painful. But the pandemic really changed pretty much everything for a lot of direct sales people. So we have to learn how to, excuse me, connect on Zoom. It's super, super important. And the first thing I want to talk about, uh, a lot of this is practical. And the first thing I want to talk about is the importance of your background. Your background is your office. So when we were face-to-face, -face, we went to someone's home. The background was their house. That was their house. The state of their house did not matter. It didn't affect their judgment of me or their perception of me because it's their house. And so that's where they live. And if they choose not to clean it or make it orderly, that's their business. But it's no reflection on me. Now, pre-pandemic, if they're coming to my office, it's in a nice building, it's got nice wood, it's got nice carpet, it's got a cafe, it's got a front desk, it has all the right things. So when they come in, they get to see my office and there's credibility. Now, in the pandemic era, when the pandemic first happened, everyone was scrambling, trying to figure out how to do business. You could show up looking slightly disheveled and you could, everyone was in the same shoe and people were very forgiving. They weren't worried about backgrounds. There was like this widespread trust and everything was fine we are out of the pandemic and we still have people who have backgrounds that were there when the, in the first year of the pandemic where people were very forgiving. The standard has gone up. The pandemic is over. And now when you invite someone to a meeting with you and you bring them to your Zoom meeting, that is your office. And if this is a low context, low trust scenario where you're meeting people for the first time, they are not just studying you, they're looking at the background, they're looking at your lighting, they're looking at your sound, they're checking everything out, they're trying to see if they trust you. So when you are doing a Zoom meeting, they are coming to your office. You should make that Zoom meeting amazing, 
absolutely amazing. And I'm going to walk you through how to make your new office, which is now digital for many of us in direct selling. So I'm sorry if you're in real estate or car sales. For the most part, you're probably still on site. But for many of us in direct selling, multi-level marketing, a lot of things are being done over Zoom. It's time to upgrade your office. If you haven't done it, it's time to fix it. So take your time, find out how you're going to set your office up, make your office look amazing. It might take $1,000. It might take $500. It might take two or $3,000. But if you're going to be working there for the next one or two or three decades, put time into making your office a place that you want to go and set it up properly. And I'm going to walk you through the most essential elements to setting up your office. So the first one is background. It should look professional. Choose a clean wall. Nothing on it except a really well-appointed picture. And you can go to Walmart and you can get lots of nice pictures wherever you want to go. Or if you, if you are in possession of nice art or something of that nature, keep it simple. And I'm going to give you a couple of tips. Don't make it busy. Make it so abstract that people are not distracted by it. The way the mind works from the seminars I've been in listening to experts the mind will start to focus trying to figure out what's in a picture. So make it something that they can't do that with. Make it look beautiful. Make it look simple. Maybe have a green plant, but make it uncluttered. Don't put a bookshelf behind you because people start trying to figure out the names of the books and it's just a bad idea. It might look sophisticated, but it doesn't work. You, you want to have something that is super simple, super clean, and super professional. So that's number one. You don't have to overcomplicate this and you can make it look really great. Number two is lighting. I often see in Zoom terrible lighting. And so lighting is really important that you have that down right. It takes time to get it right. You might have to take a Saturday, sit there for three or four hours, but go to a good quality camera shop. Tell them you're set up, that you're working from home. You want to make it better. Take a picture with you of the house. Make several pictures. They get an idea of what it is. And ask them what I should get for lighting. And there's going to be like some really good high quality lighting that you can get. It might cost you four or $500, but you can get some really good quality key lights and fill lights. They'll tell you how to set your office up. It will take you a few hours on a Saturday to get right. You will have to make adjustments, but it will make everything in your image look 10 times better. So super important to do that. So lighting is important. Now we get to the really important subject of sound is really important. In fact, this is something I've learned recently on YouTube. If your sound is excellent, but your video quality is bad, they will still listen and not go to another video. But if your video quality is amazing, but the sound is bad, people tend to move on. So that sounds counterintuitive. You would think in a video, the video has to be perfect. That's not the case. It's the sound that has to be more important. How do you get good sound? You do not trust the microphone on your computer, Mac or PC. Go out and get an $80, $100 mic. I use uh, Rode mics. I prefer Rode, just my personal preference. There's the Rode NT-USB Mini, but you can go to Best Buy or any of these electronic stores and ask for a good quality plug and play mic. Please, when you go, take a picture of your computer and the ports so that you get something that will fit into your computer. You have to have an external mic. And it is important because it will absolutely change how you sound. And without even knowing it, it will dramatically improve your credibility. Make sure you have a current, preferably a current Mac or PC. I use Macs. And you want something not so old that it slows everything down. So that's another key factor. 
to make sure you have a good quality computer. So we got lighting, we got sound, and sound is super important. We got to make sure we have a good PC. The next one here is internet connection. Do not have those slow, high-speed networks. You say, that doesn't even make sense, slow, high-speed. You have to be careful with the term high-speed. There's different levels of high-speed. There is people who think they have high-speed and actually have really low speed. So you really want to preferably, if you're running a business or in sales, you want to have something like a pure fiber optic network and that's going to give you five, six, seven hundred megabyte download or upload or higher. So a pure, pure fiber is essentially important. And then don't rely on Wi-Fi. It's critically important to hardwire from your router into your computer because Wi-Fi is very subject to electromagnetic interference. So no matter how fast your Wi-Fi network is, if electromagnetic wave from whatever flows through, it's going to wipe out your network. You're going to get frozen on screen. And unfortunately, whenever our screen freezes, it's usually our worst pose as Murphy's Law. If you are getting gas and you drop the gas cap, though that doesn't happen anymore, it's often attached, it will roll to the center of the car. So for whatever reason, when we freeze on screen, it's always our worst pose. So you don't want that to happen. You want to reduce that. You can't control the internet on the other side, but at least control yours. Get high-speed, true, true high-speed internet and then hardwire from your modem and router into your Mac or your PC. That is like up there with oxygen. You don't want to freeze. You don't want to have the sound cutting out. You don't want to have a scenario like the old Verizon commercials for those of you who are old enough to remember, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you? you don't want that. You want to eliminate the technology and make it literally fade into the background. So high-speed internet, Make sure it's hardwired. Then the last thing you want to do is make sure you're sitting properly in your picture, that you're not sitting so low. A lot of people, you, you get them, their head, top of their head is halfway down the screen. That doesn't look good. You don't want your forehead disappearing over the top of the screen. You want to be filling up that screen properly. And if uh, you don't know how to do that, ask a friend. Just Zoom with somebody and just say, hey, how do I look in the picture? Am I sitting right? Ask someone who knows. Don't ask a random stranger. Make sure you ask people who might have some knowledge about how to best set up for video and stuff and ask them, am I sitting right in the camera? Get all of this down really well. And so again, the last point here is to test it with several different people. Asking them, hey, does this look right? Is my lighting good? Is my sound good? Is my background good? And let them tell you if it's good or not. So often when you're in a Zoom meeting, you think everything looks amazing until you get on the other side. And so ask several different people, how do I look? And again, preferably ask people who are in the know so that they can give you some real positive feedback and criticism that you should be welcome to. And of course, then ask other people maybe who aren't so informed because many of the people you're meeting with aren't experts. But a lot of folks might not even notice that it looks amazing, but it will really help you to build trust on Zoom if you follow these things. Another very important point here that I want to emphasize is Zoom is the singular most distracted place on earth. People got text messages, emails, projects they're working on, surfing the internet. They've got notifications coming in. There's so much going on that people take the advantage of multitasking, which is not a real thing. It's rapid task switching, but we won't get into that. The point is, they're taking all the time in the world to not take this seriously and to go do other things, which they would not do if they were face-to-face. -face. So we, you and I are in the middle of selling in a very distracted environment. 
And we have to be aware of that if we're going to succeed. So the worst thing you can do in the Zoom era is to do these long monologues. And so people are easily distracted and you need to break it up. Use more visuals, have natural breaks if you're using a PowerPoint. Maybe after every slide, use technology like a stream deck to rapidly switch between slides or stop sharing so that you keep disrupting the distraction. I hate to say it that way, but you're dis you're disrupting the distractions of the customer who might be taken away. So when you actually come right back to stop sharing and they see you, they're back in. And then so you have to keep at this. You have to keep at making sure you're finding ways to use visuals, not so long at monologues, finding ways to engage the customer. Even Zoom now has a lot of third-party apps you can use that are quite useful. You can use polls to ask people for summaries. There's so many different tools in there. I'll dedicate a podcast to this on this sometime soon, but at minimum, know you're in a distracted environment. Super important to use visuals, not do monologues, engage with the customer, stop sharing, engage, reshare, engage. Make sure you're doing that or you're going to lose the customer very quickly if it's a monologue. The other thing is use technology to keep yourself in focus with the customer and not your slides. Again, there's lots of third-party software you can integrate into Zoom to make sure that the entire time you're screen sharing, they have a full view of you because that's important to maintain eye contact and it also reduces their ability to be distracted. So, they're coming to your office, make it amazing. Set up your background, take time to build your office, set up your background, get the lighting, go to a proper video, audiovisual store, get a good microphone, always use an external microphone, get that background correct, get a, a true emphasis on true high-speed internet connection, hardwire it into your computer, test with a friend, sit properly in the camera. It's super important to get all of this down straight and please practice screen sharing so that it comes really easy. That is it for this week. Get your Zoom office correct. If you're going to be selling on Zoom, it's a signature selling idea to make sure that everything is near perfect in your Zoom room. Thank you.